Let's turn your attention back to the markets and even some opportunities that may be occurring in small caps for you. Joining me right now, Ryan Myers, Quantitative Portfolio Manager at Causeway Capital Management. Ryan, thanks for being here. So tell us a little bit about how do opportunities in the market jump out at you? I mean, you can't look at everything and say, oh, this is terrible, sell it all, forget it. I mean, it is sort of terrible at times, but what are you thinking here? Yeah, no, that's a great point. I mean, at Causeway Capital, we are long-term investors. Um, without a doubt, the macroeconomic backdrop and therefore market returns will likely remain challenged in the short term until we see a broad turn in some of the inflation data. But, uh, but you're right, in the meantime, we're seeing some fantastic opportunities given the market sell-off, uh, specifically in international small caps. Um, I mean, this is an asset class that is just has enormous breadth. Uh, if you look at the number of, of um, listed companies outside the U.S., roughly two-thirds of them are small caps. And they have an established track record of outperforming their larger cap peers uh, over the last 20 years, over 2% uh, per year outperformance. And so, you know, this is just a, a fantastic uh, stock picking ground. Um, in our universe, we're looking at over 4,000 stocks across 46 countries, and so there are, uh, there are definitely some opportunities out there. Right, understood. And a lot of names really that are some great companies have been beaten down and there is opportunity. Um, at this point, you're looking at, there, there are different types of names. I mean, this small cap stock pick, for example, OCI, Dutch Fertilizer Company. Tell me a little bit about that one. Why does that jump out at you? Yeah, so when we're, we, we approach international small caps primarily quantitatively, just given the breadth of the universe. And so what we're looking for is, is cheap valuations with growth, with uh, momentum, with what we call competitive strength uh, in the form of increasing margins, increasing uh, returns, uh, increasing um, market share overall. And so I think against this macroeconomic backdrop, you need to really find companies with competitive advantages, with idiosyncratic catalyst and with low leverage so that you have a balance sheet that doesn't blow them up. Um, in the case of OCI, this is a, a Dutch-based uh, uh, but global producer of nitrogen fertilizers. Uh, as we know, uh, fertilizers are in very high demand. You've got the, the war in Ukraine. You've got uh, increasingly erratic weather patterns throughout the globe, um, which means that there's a big pressure on increasing crop yields. And at the same time, we've seen global grain prices really registers solid growth, um, especially the fertilizer intensive crops, uh, which means farmers can spend more um, on these agricultural inputs. And OCI is unique. It has a strategic advantage because um, this is a very gas intensive production process, but most of their uh, production facilities are located in uh, the Middle East and North Africa, uh, even in the US, um, where gas prices are relatively lower than certainly uh, Europe. And so, you know, overall, you know, we like this stock. It's trading at um, over a 20% free cash flow yield. They just instituted a, a dividend earlier this year. So overall, you know, and, and a clean balance sheet, you know, they've delevered over the last couple of years so that they're, they're close to zero on a net debt basis. Right, understood. And so um, as you take a look at these names, they're something different. They are international, small cap. Another name is SSAB, Swedish Steel Company. Tell me a little bit about that one. 
Yeah, so they're a relatively small player in the global steel market with about 3% market share. Uh, however, they participate more in the premium segment. Um, you know, it's amazing how quickly the global steel market has turned from really going from, from peak margins in 2021 to really trough margins presently, all, you know, very quickly. You've got a lot of European steel mills operating at negative spot margins currently, which means capacity is being taken offline, you know, as we speak. As I said, in the case of SSAB, they play more in the premium market, making um, uh, plates and, and high-strength steel that go into the, the automotive and aerospace and shipbuilding um, energy uh, in the form of wind uh, uh, um, and, you know, overall, you know, higher margin and markets uh, at the end of the day. And there's also an ESG angle, you know, SSAB has been a big leader in, in green steel, which basically reduces the, um, the fossil fuel inputs um, and a bigger reliance on hydrogen in the production process. And, you know, this is a stock that trades at three and a half times next year's EBITDA, 10% uh, dividend yield, uh, net cash position. So again, the balance sheet is strong. Mm-hmm, understood. And last but not least, this is one I've heard of actually not that long ago when we were talking about the automotive industry, and this is automotive software companies, an Indian-based company, um, KPIT Technology, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, KPIT is based in India. Uh, software developer focused exclusively on the automotive sector. So think of things like EV battery management, um, autonomous driving, driving aids, uh, vehicle diagnostics, uh, vehicle connectivity overall. Um, and so these are all uh, areas with, with high technological barriers to entry. Uh, obviously, you need to have the expertise in this. We all know that you know, electronic components are an increasingly important part of cars and increasingly larger share of the price of a car. Um, in the case of KPIT, they have established relationships with over 12 of the top 20 global auto OEMs. So they're well uh, positioned um, and um, they also have a cost advantage in that you know 80% of their staff is in India compared to you know some of their competitors. Um, this is not an inexpensive stock by any means. It's trading at you know roughly 33 times 2025 earnings, but they've got the growth to back it up. They literally just increased their revenue guidance for last year or for next year, excuse me, um, to over 30% year-over-year revenue growth. I, um, again, as with the previous ones, no net debt. They've got a net cash position so well positioned for the future. Thank you so much for these. Really interesting. And um, it's not that you don't like USA, right? It's just that you're finding right. these opportunities abroad. Okay. Ryan, I mean, it's if great you look at the relative you. valuation, yeah. you can find much better deals abroad right now. Um, and with small caps, keep in mind that, you know, currency is a big focus right now. A lot of small caps are much more sort of focused on their local market. So currency and some of these global macro trends tend to be a little less um, uh, impactful to overall returns. Thank you so much, Ryan Myers, Causeway Capital Management. Good to see you. Thanks.